Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every single week and discuss the important things in life, like how to make your chucklefuck idiot podcast look even a little bit credible. Uh, to do that, this week we have our sweet angel, Alfred Clark, also known as Penny Blue. Oh, hi. Hey. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. Is that angel noises? I don't know. Don't at me. Uh, we've also got Emily Kiklinski with us once again to ruin us with puns. Hooray. Oh, hello. Why is this happening? Taking a page out of Alfred's <laughs> book. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, we also have with us a very, very special guest with us today, our one and only dungeon maestro, Kyle Classett, from the awesome D&D actual play podcast, Bombarded. Hulu. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I just felt like we it was appropriate. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, we have me as your host, Ismay Cotton, also known as a teacup gamer. Mm. <laughs> Why have we done this? You see, this? Ismay, it was cool when we did it, but... Okay. okay. <laughs> I hate this podcast. Podcast canceled. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but this week, guys, we are talking about, surprisingly enough, all things Bard. Um, mm. There's like a, a slight chance um, that Bards are kind of near and dear to us over here. But weirdly enough, that doesn't always seem to be the case with like a lot of DMs. But we're Oof. not here for that negative energy. We're here to change hearts and minds today and convert people to loving mm. Bards. Because yeah, Owen. Yeah, Owen. Let's add Owen Piper. <laughs> yeah, <Our> Owen. <laughs> I'll hop on that train. Oh, this is taken from from my my assurances that this we're not here for negative energy. This is called negative. Real That's okay. Uh, there, you know, the bards are like a two sided coin. You're usually going to get maybe something good, but usually shit. <laughs> Sometimes they're barred from play. Oh shit, yes. Mate. I already Blah. hate this. I already hate this. You really set the bard on that one. <laughs> Fuck me. Mm. <laughs> Yay. Thank <laughs> you for being here, Kyle. I feel <laughs> so much better about my existence. Yes, you should always try to do as many puns as possible. Yeah, that was I, I was like, let's do let's do a uh, a podcast about bards today. I knew that wasn't gonna happen. I knew it was just gonna be puns and make Ismay's day just a little <laughs> bit worse. <laughs> oh. It's gonna be uh, unbardable. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna throw myself out a window. <laughs> uh, as as our very special guest and first timer on the show, it's customary for us over here at Crit Chat to be assholes and throw you directly into the pit of fire. Uh, Sweet. So, Kyle, why is it that you love bards so very much? Uh. Well, I would like to say that I, I am a bard in my real life. And that was one of the things is, you know, granted, I'm not like traveling across America like some of the bards of long ago. Um, but, you know, I, I, I like music. I like the story that music can tell. Uh, that idea always interested me and just the things you can convey through music. Music in and of itself is a language, so the emotion you can actually convey through your music is so deep and meaningful sometimes. Like, I'll be watching, like, Steven Universe, and then all of a sudden, a musical trope that they use comes in, and I'm just like, oh, that makes me sad, and my eyes get the wet. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. I know. You know the you know the emotion <laughs> wet. Well, I mean, I've I've been listening, and as far as I can tell, I haven't gotten into certain demonic uh, realms. 
Uh, yeah, so but we'll get there, I'm sure. I mean, like, you're on this podcast, so you're a step closer is <laughs> uh-huh. the problem. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Bombarded's gonna forever change after this and listening to your podcast, and oh, no. uh, we might have to do a non-family-friendly Bardcast, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, I cannot imagine it will change for the better, but we can hope. I no, mean. <laughs> no, it'll be, that, it'll be ten times better. <laughs> That's a buck wild thing that you just said there, but I'll take it. You know what? That's, that's going on the official Twitter now. There you go. You can quote me. It's cool. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, no, like like we, we were talking a little bit about like, yeah, Steven Universe and um, that, that was like one of the really good points. Like bards are everywhere mm-hmm. and you don't know it until you figure it out and then you, the world gets a little bit better. Yeah. Um, well, we might talk a little more about that later, but we'll go, we'll do, we'll go around the room and talk about why everyone else loves bards. Because, you know, we are, have been on the show since forever, so we get to leave fate up to the dice. So we'll roll a trusty d4. Do it, yes. Um, that's Alfred. Alfred, oh. why do you love bards? Um, I think of all of the classes, they're the class that you can get the most silly with. You can get real silly with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. I like, I, I, like, I like all of the different... Um, I, I think that that's the most, the most like... Um, out there interesting character concepts come out of it like I think like like I've heard people play like painting bards where you like, do, like mm-hmm. have like a magic paintbrush type thing like that one character from Naruto you know um, I, <laughs> it's been a while since I saw that show whatever <laughs> Um, I mean, that's basically Kylie, uh, Kylie Wyote, sorry, Wiley Coyote, uh, when he paints that, you know, tunnel on the side of the mm. cliff face. Oh my God, is Wiley Coyote a bard? More <laughs> you, importantly, you know is it. Bob Ross a bard? He only talks through sound effects. So yeah, I think oh, he's the bardiest no. of them all. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Oh. Also, look forward to our actual play podcast, Half Damage, with our new character, Kylie Wyote. That yep. is definitely going to come out at some point. So that's been stolen. <laughs> Fucking cold claw. Wait, go for it. I'm so sorry. I have his backstory. Oh, no. Are you ready for it? <laughs> okay. I'm ready more than anything, yes. <laughs> he He's a chef, but he... <clears throat> He's been cursed, so he can't eat any of his own creations, so he's very underfed. Much like how Wiley Coyote can never eat the Roadrunner. So he's constantly yes. chasing after this dream to undo the curse upon himself to finally eat. That does sound like D&D, just like, like a normal backstory. Except a little sad, because, you know. Yeah. Also, he has no parents, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just- <laughs> in D&D has no That's parents. like ultimate D&D. Well, that way your oh, DM that's... can't kill them. Mm. Right! Like, you're getting one step ahead of the DM, and that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's our <laughs> advice for today. Kill your parents before the DM can. I don't care if this actually goes in the real Crit Chat podcast if you cut it in post, because <laughs> I have always played characters that have parents, and when we were doing you our have. half damage, mm. I told Ismay, I want parents, and everybody wanted to murder them. And I felt so attacked. I mean, I would like to put out, I did not. There was no point where I was like, I'm going to murder your parents. Everyone else wanted me to murder your parents, so. I mean, were your parents the bad the bad guys? No, they were, they're a very happy lesbian couple. Huh. I'm like, their names are also puns. And I think it's because I gave them pun names. I mean, so, yeah, that's the, okay. uh, that's the surefire way for you to get attached to something. If you are, <laughs> oh only. yeah, yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't get rid of them now. That's the reason that like every character in Bombarded like has to stay alive to the history of forever because they're all puns. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah. I just put that out there. <laughs> yeah. They all have I, to I have stay a couple alive. that like come out of nowhere and I'm like, oh man, I've got to just think of, you know what? No, I don't have time to think of a pun <laughs> right offhand. But the ones I prepare, oh man. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I get worried because like I'll prepare something and then I think to myself, okay, I've written it down. It's officially out in the ether. Somebody's <laughs> going to use it before I get to. And I've got three months before this episode's even going to get recorded. God, I hope it doesn't get used. <laughs> that always seems to be like, I don't know how, what it, what, like why it happens but as soon as you think of something and you're like wow this is my brainchild and no one else has this mm-hmm. 15 other people in the world have that brainchild at the yeah. same point and it's the worst so what happens and i like i literally get worried uh there's a there's a, a hilarious guy on twitter pater voss on yes. twitter he's the pun bard and just some of the oh, stuff no. he thinks of i'm like dude give me a chance man <laughs> but he's fantastic pater if you're listening love you man oh lord okay uh, up next for the love of bards Oh, that's going to be Emily. So uh, I like to consider myself Barty positive. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was one that yeah. I wrote, and now I feel <laughs> like it's shit. But I stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I didn't say it in the moment. That's why it's not funny. <laughs> it's okay. If anybody gives you crap, that's a Bardic move. <laughs> oh, God. I'm leaving this podcast. Hey, hey, who else wants to be the host of this podcast? Because it ain't me. <laughs> Uh, I used to not like bards. I used to really not like them because every time I would play in a game, it would always be with people who always played the same guy who's like, we know what what kind of people they are sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until I'm like, oh, bards can actually be kind of cool. And when I started like crafting campaigns, because they have so much flexibility, they are probably Mm -hmm. one of the most flexible classes because if you want to poke things from the pointy end... You can. If you want to do a wavy spell, you can. You can be offensive or defensive. You can do nothing and still be useful. <laughs> yep. Uh, and call it inspiration. Which is most of the time for bards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're just the friendliest class out of everything. And I, I that's what I've grown to love about them. I think that is one of the, the main things. Like a lot of times when, when I've heard people be like, oh, they don't like bards. They're like, oh, okay, I don't like bards because they are X, Y, and Z. I'm like, well, it, it's not that you don't like the class. It's that like a lot of times people do tend to go for that that same character at the very beginning. Like the very ostentatious, like is very in your face and is like, your disaster bisexual who tries to just like fuck everything that moves. I'm like, I mean, I feel that in a very like visceral sense, but for some reason people don't like, like don't like playing with them. Yeah, I I just remember like playing back in 3.5 era and like all of my friends just completely like dumping on bards. Nobody no. ever wanted to play one. No one ever like I I grew up believing that bards were just like hated. Yeah. So right. we came around to the idea of bombarded, and the rest of the band was like, "Oh, we can all play bards." And I was like, "Oh shit, nobody's <gasps> gonna like this." <laughs> uh. One of the things I have done genuinely a couple of times now, to especially to like DM friends of mine who like give me their whole "I don't like bards" speech, I'm like, "No, I'm gonna give you a show to listen to to show you why you should yes. love bards more than anything because look at what they can be." Mm-hmm. Like, I love that, like, you started out just being like, wow, no, this is going to be bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I was on board. I was on the, tra- I mean, I'm just the bass player in the band, but now I'm the DM. So it's like going from being like the least powerful person in the band <laughs> to being like the DM. And it's like, okay, cool. I can do this. 
Using DM as your, like, power trip, I fully endorse it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, even, maybe it's not, I can't remember what my Twitter bio says, but I'm pretty sure DM (laughs) is listed before, before bass player. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so excellent. Um, Oh, I have to do my thing. Uh, The the reason I like bards is they're just cool. Like, they're, like, the same reasons I was saying, they're so diverse, and you can do anything with them. I like the amount of different weird things you can do that still fall under the concept of bard, which, funnily enough, nicely segues us on to our next topic of what weird bards you can come up with. Bards don't always have to be singing and instruments and stuff, though they're Mm -hmm. real fucking fun when they are, because then you have, like, nice people at the table doing sing songs, and who doesn't love that? Yep. We're gonna do some, like, coming up with, like, random different bard ideas. I will go first, so I'm not just like, hey guys, (laughs) do this for me now. Go for it. I was thinking of... You know, when, like, it still kind of technically is an instrument, but it also very much isn't. You know when you're walking down, like, a main street in, I don't know, you're, you've gone on holiday and, like, there are street performers, and you've got that one person there that has, like, 15, like, wine glasses lined up yeah. and with different bits of water in it and are playing <laughs> those? I very much like the idea of a bard carrying that about on a little table in front of them, trying drastically not to spill it at any point during the campaign and using those for their spells. Oh, man, I have, That's good for that, me. That is, I have, you have inspired me. I'm replacing my first idea with a new idea. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, like, we've got the time. You can do both, do both ideas. ideas. <laughs> But I absolutely, speaking of like street performances, I absolutely want to do a living statue bard. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, you, you just, it, like, each spell is just a single pose that you hold for the full six seconds yes. of your turn. <laughs> oh, God, this is amazing. Oh, I can't no. make that work. Uh, and you could, if you, if you could play a warforged bard, then that would just really bring it around because you got like the, the <laughs> robot, you know, statue people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's good too. Oh. Can I can I add a background to your human statue? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> can I add mime? I was gonna say like oh mime, like not to bring it back to Detective Pikachu too fast, <laughs> yeah. but I will because Detective Pikachu, Mister Mime is a bard. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. A, oh no, a bard specializing in nothing but illusion spells that you can't see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And you're entertained, but you still feel very uncomfortable about the whole thing. Oh, yeah. More Mm -hmm. uncomfortable than I've ever felt in my entire (laughs) life. Oh, God. That's so good. I'm wiping tears from my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, what was was your other idea, Alfred? Uh, Yeah. um, Oh, yeah. No, just I've always wanted to be um, to have a a dad bard uh, and be the the bard (laughs) of dad jokes uh, because that's exactly the pun that i was going for yeah oh god (laughs) damn it (laughs) yep holy shit but yeah because mostly inspired by um another podcast um uh i i I, yeah i guess i'll just plug fate in the fable maidens um where they have yeah yeah, uh, so winnie the bard in that group i think yeah um Mm -hmm. she um she just makes like little jokes she's like a comedian (laughs) comedian bard and it's it's just so precious. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they're real cool people. They've actually come to Dallas a couple times. Aww. We met them, uh, the Fable Maidens, well, two of them, the the DM and I believe Winnie, uh, at a Taz show. Oh, awesome! It was super That's cool. We went and got so dinner fun. afterwards and whatnot. And 
Good time. That's like all the best things rolled into one thing. God damn. It's a life. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Emily, do you have any weird bards for us? It's not as funny. But oh, no. Re- <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going, I'm staying very on brand. Uh, but, but what I'm thinking is a graffiti artist. Ooh. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's cool. Like, different paints are, like, different illusion spells that they can do. And oh. then, um, like, maybe sometimes they come to life. And then also they wear, like, yes. hoodies all the time. And of they're course. just very comfortable. <laughs> and his name is probably, like, I don't know, dem- Dementia. <laughs> dementia. <laughs> dementia. He, he's just so cool. And he has, like, an octopus in a mason jar. And he walks around with him. <laughs> <laughs> like, just I want you to think of that aesthetic in a in a bard. I'll that never just makes stop me giggle. thinking about it. Because <laughs> because he, he needs the ink from the octopus, of course. Yeah, <gasps> exactly. And so yeah. makes complete sense. Other thing is that if he really needs to like make a spell go out fast, he just whips out the octopus and he's like, "Octaguy, I choose you!" And he throws <laughs> the octopus. <laughs> and not only is it an attack spell, but it also blinds the opponent for at least three turns. <laughs> if you had if you had bonus action cantrips uh, that mm. you did with the bard, you could just bust the octopus out, squirt the ink out by squeezing its head real quick, and then bam, it's done. That's your bonus action. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it's rock shack. That's what it'll be. <laughs> yeah, that's a stretch. God damn it. Uh, I like it. Oh, I just very much like the idea of Vicious Mockery as just them like tagging a wall with a very unflattering caricature of the, whoever they're <laughs> trying to attack. Yes. Yes. That's oh my excellent. God. I love that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Kyle, what about you? Do you have any weird bard things? I was thinking a bard that mixes interpretive dance with <gasps> spoken word. Oh, sh- oh, <laughs> oh no. That's too um, powerful, though. Nice. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot going on. And I'm just, you know, I'm trying to think about the, the good uses because, you know, dancing, you can clap and stuff like that. And that's a little bit, you know, too literal for for certain spells. Oh, yeah. But the possibility is, I mean, just like interpretive dance. I mean, <laughs> Tasha's Hideous Laughter, I believe, is a bard spell. So, yeah. you know, if you do a silly enough dance. <laughs> I was I was thinking like a Tasha's uh, Hideous Laughter, but uh, with the spoken word aspect. And instead of being incapacitated with like laughing, they're incapacitated with the need to do like poetry snaps. Like, oh, yeah. You can't do anything. You're poetry snapping now. It's too late. <laughs> you just have to snap. <laughs> like, you have to do it. Come on. It's powerful. Chill with the bard. Hear this shit. Whatever you do, snap to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. This is the mistake of my lifetime that I'm about to bring this up. One of the things that people love about bards is the ability for puns because they are just so easy to do puns mm. with like bombarded is one of like those like perfect examples of it like anytime they do any sort of spells do like they come up with these beforehand or are these like on the spot kind of like songs that they put for the for the magics we we have planned them out just because uh Good. the process of recording in and of itself is yeah. is daunting i mean we literally i think sometimes take upwards to eight hours to record an Jeez. episode with the songwriting process. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of time that goes into that. So they definitely 
I mean, I was on board with them just coming up with whatever mm-hmm. because whatever. I don't, you know, that's fine too. <laughs> um, but you know, we wanted we we definitely wanted to streamline the process as much as we can, considering after the first couple of episodes, we were just like. Okay, this is different. <laughs> so, and I mean, it's it's our first time ever recording a podcast or anything like yeah. that. And I mean, shoot, writing for D&D just like a normal Thursday night session <laughs> is one thing. <laughs> and like writing for Bombarded is a totally different beast altogether. So, uh, so yes, we, we plan um, as much of the music stuff in advance as possible. The only thing that we can never anticipate is what that chord dice roll is going to be. Oh, That's yeah. always just like in the moment. Like, honestly, I'm so glad that you all plan it out beforehand because otherwise you've just like reached like an inhuman amount of like good being able to do things. And it makes me feel a little worse about me being like, <laughs> well, we record for like three hours and get two hours worth of content out of it. No, 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 not not at all. I mean, we we each of us have our own wit about us, but we want to make sure that, you know, people are investing time in it. We're going to put we're going to put some effort into it, of course. And uh, but there are times where some things, you know, it. It's hard to say because there's sometimes where it's like, oh, well, this would work better. I, I believe Spurrier more often than not will just like improv words over the song that he's chosen based on the situation. Yeah. So, I mean, the songs may be chosen in advance, but I think sometimes the words are just kind of like, you yeah. know, grabbing at whatever. I love it so much. <laughs> Thank you. It's just, okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> sorry, I have like 500 things in my throat and made the worst noise on earth. <laughs> it's my, you just made my day because you sounded like every kid who's so fucking excited that their dad is giving a presentation. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It just brought me so much joy and that's the first thing. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Keep oh going on God. with your podcast. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, lordies. Um, we were talking a little bit about, like, the uniqueness of Bombarded having, like, an all-bards cast. Like, they all have levels in other classes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they always have at least one level in Bard. Yeah, you were saying that they were talking about how it would be cool if everyone was Bard. Did it come up then or, like, later when you're just like, okay, maybe have, like, other levels and other things? I think it came up a- later, but not too much later. I was like, <laughs> okay, if we're going to do this, you have to take other levels. Like... <laughs> I, you know, because for one, I want I want the diversity. And two, uh, I mean, starting with level one characters is fantastic. Yeah. But I think starting with like some higher level characters just to be able to get into some more nitty gritty kind of play as far as monsters and challenge ratings and stuff goes would be a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, and I didn't do this at the time. This must have been a subconscious thing. Having them choose different characters classes to be their like first class their initial class because it's like they have their uh, their alternate class and that's their initial one then they became bards yeah and doing that initial class uh required them to come up with background and you know they're all new players relatively in comparison i mean i've 
started playing when I was 14. <laughs> I had a small, you know, I, I went away from D&D for a while, like uh, a little bit after 4.0, came, or 4.0, sorry, <laughs> I'm thinking 3.5, so of course it'd be 4.0. Yeah. No, when 4th uh, edition came out, I I didn't choose to because of 4th edition, it just so happened that way. So I've never played 4E at all, and I hear good and bad things, so um, sorry, tangent. Um, <laughs> the fact that you've heard good things is mental to me. I've only heard people be, like shit on 4th Oh really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Well, no, I do. I do know what it is because they've told me in detail what it is. But like, (laughs) I was like learning additional information. Oh Jesus Christ! (laughs) That one I was happy with. Thank you very much. Yeah, I can. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I haven't been on this podcast in a while, so I'm sorry. I have so many. You got a backlog. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. backlog. (laughs) <laughs> you got to you got to get out that type 5 when you can. Oh yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, having them choose those classes like help them create background based off of those and like what they've done and then of course, you know, I went through the whole like character making process with them and even did that fun little chart where they get a trinket. Uh I oh, really yeah. I thought that was a a great addition to 5E. Of course, I don't know if it was in 4E or not cuz again I didn't play, but um but honestly, I think one of those actually like turned out to be really good like fodder for storyline and figuring things out. So uh, highly recommend the trinket chart. But yeah, oh, just yeah. getting their background and everything. So I'm like, okay, like who are these people? And also I like giving them the freedom to kind of shape and mold the world that I'm creating. So, yeah. you know, Goodrich, she's like, oh, I want to be Razzle, son of Dazzle from the Udalali <laughs> clan under Mount Tain. And I was like, okay, so in my world, there's a place called Mount Tain and there's a clan called the Udalali clan. So this is all canon. It's it's part of it. Uh, and, you know, same goes with, you know, Spurrier's background and Allie's <laughs> background. And sorry, I always, it feels weird when I'm talking D&D and I say, say their actual names because yes. whenever we play, I only <laughs> say their character names. Yeah. <laughs> like, who are these ra- these real world folk? They don't yeah, exist exactly. in my good fantasy realm. <laughs> Nobody wants the IRL names. They, you know, Randy and Yashi and Razzle. That's, that's the goods right there. Oh, God. Mm. I completely forgot that fucking Razzle was from Mount Tain. I, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I forgot it, but, like... God, until you said it so out loud... Deep. I'm sorry, I'm to- just totally talking over you. Until you until you said it out loud, just that I did not get that joke. <laughs> it's a sneaker. Are you lost half the time on Crit Chat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat. Thank you again to Kyle for coming on. It was a delight to record. It was a delight to edit, uh, apart from the fact that I am sick as hell. But that was not about Kyle, unless Kyle infected me with a disease. Then fuck you, Kyle. God, I'm combative when I'm sick. I'm going to get through this madness before my brain starts spewing utter garbage all over this. If this is the first time that you've come and listened to Crit Chat, let me tell you a little bit about us. Uh, we are a D&D advice podcast. We've got a rotating cast that comes on in, and we talk about a lot of different areas of D&D. Uh, you can check out all of our backlogs over wherever you can find your podcast app. You can also find us on iTunes if you search Crit Chat under podcasts. Um, and yeah, just let's give us a listen. There, We've got a lot of episodes and a lot of good advice and a lot of Bullshit. Oops. Didn't do advice really good a lot of those times. Sometimes we just talk about goblin fucking, but whatever. You know what? Dif- different strokes for different folks. What does that even mean? Oh, I'm dying. 
If you want to talk to us and learn more about us or just be a big part of our nice big Crit Chat family, you can do so over on all of our social medias. You can find us on facebook.com forward slash crit chat, all one word, or on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat. And if you do that, maybe give us a little shout out there and spread the good word around. It really means a lot to us and you might get a little shout out on the show. Last week was a very exciting time on our Twitter because we got a chat in with at uh, Daily Dale, who is the amazing Dale Kingsmill, who does very, very good D. D advice, like what we're supposed to do, but do not. Uh, we also got like a nice little shout out from Join the Party, who we shouted out beforehand. It's just, it's just a circle of shout outs, and that's very good, if nothing else. Um, so thank you all, guys, for for having a chat with us, and hope that you maybe enjoyed our dumb fuck idiot content. So if you go over to our Twitter, yeah, we can give us a little shout out, and we'll we'll talk about you on the show, and we will hold you in our hearts forever. If you say nice things about us, I feel like I should put that out on the end. Please don't be mean. <laughs> if you want, you can also go over to our Patreon. Uh, it's at patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. Um, as little as a dollar a month um, really goes away to long way to like helping us do things here. It costs money to put this out into the ether and a lot of other things. And it really helps us out. And again, makes my heart happy. And you get a lot of cool little rewards if you go and do that. Um, but if you don't have any money to give, then just, yeah, think of maybe spreading this show around, telling people about us, because we're great. I, I didn't have anything else. It's just, we're great. I'm great in particular. I'm amazing. Hi, my name's Ismay. Where am I? If you like the comedy stylings of myself, Alfred, and Emily, who are all in this episode, uh, then all of us are over on another podcast that we do called Half Damage, including two of our other friends, Allie and Ian. Um, it's an actual play D&D podcast where we're doing Curse of Strahd, which I am DMing, with a little bit of a Hugh Jackman and uh, reality TV show twist. It's not what you'd expect from Curse of Strahd, but it is a beautiful adventure that is genuinely the highlight of my week. So find us over on any podcast apps at Half Damage, and that'll be fun. Uh, with Crit Chat, you can usually find us live on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT over on AT Cup Gamer on Twitch. If you want to join in and like, yeah, these episodes are normally filmed live, um, then we can talk to the audience and that's cool. Unfortunately, Kyle wasn't available at our normal time slot, so we just did like a little private session, which was nice. Uh, but yeah, if you want to catch us live, you can do so over there. I'm going to go now so that I will go to sleep for a thousand years and hopefully wake up not with a great sickness in my soul. I hope you have a great rest of the episode. Bye-bye. Do you think that the campaign that you have, do you feel like you have more freedom? How is it different from like other campaigns that you've played, other than the fact that people listen to it outside of your friend group? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. It definitely plays differently. Uh, the, I mean, of course, my other group that I'm playing with right now, I'm running through Tomb of Annihilation. Nice. Um, uh, fun. Which... Which is a blast so far. Nobody's died yet, but I've told them it's going to happen. So, uh, and again, I, I've said this, I think, many different times, but uh, I don't kill players. I let players kill themselves. <laughs> so, uh, and I feel like that's a good mantra to have as a DM personally. It is different just because, like, I mean, they're all, the, the approach is different, I think, because they're, they're wanting to actually 
get good at music. They're wanting to convey the ideas of, you know, music theory or learning how to play an instrument. And that's why we, we cover those things. You know, we have our little music lessons every once in a while to talk about the stuff that they're learning in the podcast. Cause secretly we're wanting to educate the masses. And our real goal isn't to play D and D, but to educate people in music. So. <laughs> what? Oh God, I've been tricked. God damn it. You made me yeah, learn. Exactly. We're no. actually teaching you stuff. So gotcha. No. <laughs> Gracias. I feel so lied to right now. <laughs> right? Well, we are bards, so. <laughs> Mine's the name of the game. Exactly. Oh, there was one post that I saw one time that really got me. It felt like it was targeting me specifically. That was like, hey, do you know that D&D was just made to trick the gays into doing math? And I was like, how dare you make me do this? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh. That's, that's uh, funny, <laughs> but yeah, with the with, with the um with the podcast as well and the like group of bards, I, I wanted to ask as when it comes to the ensemble stuff, that's like very much not a part of. It's just not a part of fifth edition. Like like it's not a part of D anD. d It's like a thing for yeah. the show. It's fun in that kind of Steven Universe way of um the the, the instruments are glowing. We we'll, we play together and this like crazy thing happens. Has it been difficult getting that to come together? Did you all decide ahead of time that like this was the kind of thing that you were going to do and Well, I definitely I definitely encourage them to take the opportunity to play a song whenever they want. Uh if they want to roll the dice and write a song in the moment, go for it. I that's totally fine. Yes, I've planned moments for songs to happen, but that's my job as a DM to work with them in what they want to do. They're definitely cued moments, and I really try to, I really try not to lean too heavily on that cane, just because, like, <laughs> I, you know, it feels railroady, and I really don't want to do that, even though, like, maybe that would be best for production's sake, but no, <laughs> yeah. that's not how I play. Um, so, you know, I've always encouraged my bars that, Hey, if you find a moment where you think a song is merited or you could find some like, you know, meat in there, take it, please do. And they've asked me like, well, what if something comes up later that you planned? I was like, I'll work around it. You're going to have to write a whole song. So that'll give me time <laughs> to, you know, figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> so, which that's actually another part. And, uh, something that's kind of weird but fun is I actually don't take part in the songwriting process simply because if they are playing for an NPC, I have to be unbiased about that song. So if I put any input into it and it gets in the song, I'm like, well, I like that part. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. I, I will I will go play Stardew Valley or Zelda or something and you three write a song. Then I'll come in at the end and write a, and put down a bass line and we'll call it a day. Nice. My favorite part about that was the inherent thing of just like, okay, well, the things you do are great, but like, I'll like what I do because I'm just better. So, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the, I. I just want to eliminate the that that part of it where it's like, okay, well, I just I just want to be unbiased as the I'm getting deep into the role play is what it is. That's what I'm going to blame it on. <laughs> were there were there any times that the cast went and did uh, a song that you weren't expecting them to do like at all? Like, was there one that was super surprising to you trying to think there because at this point i mean we've written so many songs which is weird to think about because i mean as a band just writing that many songs granted you know quantity over quality maybe i don't want to like diminish anything <laughs> we're doing no pun intended but um <laughs> it was the rentity song because yeah, yeah yeah the uh, basin finale and uh that's 
that song just came out of left field and i was like sure you're gonna write a jingle for this dude and his business out in the middle of the desert awesome go for it and it turned out real catchy i forgot we're supposed to be talking about bards again like we're talking about bars, we're talking about bombarded. Bombarded is bars. God damn. Yeah. I'm on I'm on topic. Look, I know how to do my podcast. Now nah, you're doing good. You're doing better than I do. <laughs> I cannot imagine that can be true. <laughs> nah. That would be buck wild. <laughs> or bard wild. I hate my uh-huh. life. <laughs> I'm very original. Thank you. I hate you, goddammit. <laughs> so, like, what, yeah, Emily, you were you were talking about, like, how bards are good at, like, balancing a party and being able to be kind of anything, really. It, it's a very good filler. Like, you know, if you're going to go into a campaign and you don't know who everyone else is being, um, a bard can be very useful. Because if you go in and, like, everyone is a magic user, then you're like, well, I guess my bard is a fighty boy now, <laughs> or... Or if you've got no healers, then it's like, well, my healing word is going to be the only thing to save the day, I suppose. <laughs> um, but like for for like bombarded at least, are the bards do they have like very different like specializations or like spells that they've used? Or are they kind of like do they choose like very similar spells? No, they've they've uh diversified their portfolios quite well. Um <laughs> because <laughs> I can't think of a better way of saying it. Uh, no, yeah, they, I, I think that's something, uh, again, we did, I think, two or three zero sessions just trying to, you know, creating the characters, then proof of concept, and also a uh, a, a battle as well, just to see how that would work. Oh, okay. Um, we, had, we originally had a totally different plan for the voice modulators that we use in the show, which those are all done like in recording and anything on my voice is done in post by Goodrich, bless the boy. Um, So yeah, I mean like we were going to do something totally different where like the voice effects were going to be like a magical effect as well. But I just, I, you know, I was like, okay, well let's hold off on that. And let me just, let me see if I can wrap my brain around what we're doing with these ensemble magic songs or whatever. (laughs) Cause that whole, just figuring that out was, ugh. It was good. It went really well. We figured it out, I guess. <laughs> it's like it went well, but I hated getting to that point. I was just because, like, at first, I was thinking, like, okay, well, maybe, like, when I, I had an idea for like taking songs from bands that you know we all like, and like, okay, how could this be a spell? Like, there's a song by um, Tripping Daisy uh, <laughs> called uh, Elastic Firecracker, and I thought of it being like a spell, like, okay, you cast this spell, you use this song, and like a band of explosive is wrapped around your enemy. So that's kind of where my brain was at first, and then we're like, okay, well, let's. What about rolling the chord dice? And I was like, oh yeah. We got to do that because Spurrier had gotten them. And it's like, well, of course, D&D, dice, keep it aleatoric and, you know, go for it. I like the like the evolution of ideas like that. That's so good. And like the whole thing about it is that it's such like a group thing. And like, I, I don't know why there hasn't been more campaigns that I've even heard of, like just people playing in their own like living room mm-hmm. of all bards. Yeah. Because... Th- 
that it's just such a natural thing because like yeah normally like if if you're like dming a game for just like a regular old party they'll go to a tavern and there'll be a bunch of bards performing in there that you've made it's like yeah. well yeah bards travel about everywhere and they go and see all these adventure things that's kind of their whole deal yeah why wouldn't you make a band of bards exactly you've got a whole troop like you know that goes around the country and performs at different places maybe they're famous maybe they're infamous you know and that gets into <laughs> like your evil bard groups that you could have that are trouncing around <laughs> and just uh you know charming people into giving them their money for lackluster performances dms take that and run with it <laughs> i'm gonna take that for like my my own personal games do it <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like I can't do it on like the one that I actually do a podcast of because like that's a bit cheating now, huh? <laughs> especially especially if I've got the audio of me ripping it off so heavily. Hey, you, <laughs> you know uh, what? Is, what is it? They always said in music, imitation is the highest form of flattery. Uh. So you know, uh, I mean, shit. I, I steal um, the the end boss or the the finale, and I don't want to spoil anything. But the the bad guy for the base arc, I was looking at you know different villain tropes, and I thought, oh man, you oh, know it's yeah. a good one, the one where like he the bad guy loses the upper hand and like yeah. scar. And I was just like, okay, let's go with that if this happens. So I ripped off, you know, one of my bad guys, you know, kind of based after, you know, Scar's reaction in The Lion King. <laughs> I lo- like, you fit into the crit chat batter so, so heavily with steal all of your ideas from other people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's how you DM good. It's yeah, like, absolutely. People have done it. That's great. Nothing new under the sun, but it can have a new co- coat of paint. You can paint yeah. it. It's fine. <laughs> okay, well, I think we'll we'll start we'll start like wrapping wrapping things up a little bit. Um, okay. So I don't know what would be a, what would be a good like end thing because like we normally go for oh good end one again I'll go first on this one because I've already got one. Okay, characters from TV shows, fucking movies, books, whatever that would definitely a hundred percent be bards. Uh, I'm cheating already in the thing that I already proposed because my one is going to be. Just all drag queens. Like, I'm talking just yeah. like RuPaul, any, any others. Just all drag queens have to be bards, nice. right? I think so. There's no way in hell they're not. Like, they got performances and you got, like, your shade being thrown. Mm-hmm. Why are there not more drag queen bards? Okay, well, I found my next character. I <laughs> hope you all had a good day. Uh, <laughs> I made it worth it I want for just me. a pure a shade bard where you just, you, you only cast a shade. That's, <laughs> right. that's great. No, you'd have to like multi-class as a druid though, uh, and get that one where you can turn into trees so that you could ca- cast shade. Oh, Nailed okay. it, Isma. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was good because I had to explain oh, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a real breadcrumb trail of joke. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, uh, does anyone else have one? Or so I mean, I, I mean, I'll go with the the obvious one from the show and everything and say i guess steven universe would be my of course number one i mean mean, you know mr universe as well i guess but like steven universe like he's just he he's just he's like the inspiring public speaker bard (laughs) Uh, the uh, the empathy bard who yeah casts spells by empathizing with people most definitely (laughs) 
I would probably have to say Squidward. No. Oh, yeah, but like he's oh, like that's the a good best one. bard because he's just defeated. So it's like a real musician. That's <laughs> oh, not what I expected and I loved yes, it. Totally out of left field, but what a hundred yeah, And rest in peace, Stephen Hillenberg, of course. Oh, yeah. It's God. Be yeah. That was horrifically sad. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> just on, on the mind today. This is just like a roller coaster of emotions. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mean it to bring it to a downer of a note. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll add in a moment of silence and post. I mean, I probably won't because the media res of that will be just intrinsically bad. But, but if I'm thinking of a bard, it would either be Jigglypuff <laughs> or. <laughs> Back to Detective Pikachu. <laughs> or it would be, oh, fuck. I just had the name in my head. Oh, where did you go? Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. <laughs> it literally sounded like you were about to say that. Where did you go, Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> that is where my brain was going to hopefully resurrect. I was going to sacrifice Cotton Eye Joe to remember what I had forgotten. <laughs> yep, need that resurrection. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that episode. God damn it's- it. That's not good. <laughs> Lord. I mean, like, it's a good... I stand by the resurrection ritual. Oh, yeah. I I remembered. Oh, no. You remembered. (laughs) It's like a curse. Oh, no. (laughs) It popped Um, up again. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Sorry. (laughs) No! Oh, my God! I just lost it again! (laughs) No! Unfortunate events is definitely Ooh, a bard. That's very good, actually. Or Michael from The Good Place. These are both very, very good, actually. Oh, no. I know I said that this was the rounding up, but also possibly more important, and now the only thing I ever talk about. Kyle, what's your favorite part of Detective Pikachu so far? <laughs> My favorite part is the anticipation of hearing Pikachu curse. Right? <laughs> I'm allowed really to hoping say fuck for that. Once. And uh, that and uh, the potential ARG that could come eventually in a player one style world where I can just live in a Pokemon world. Oh, that sounds glorious. I'll never escape. And that's (laughs) fine. I don't like, look, if I die because I forget to eat and drink because I'm playing Pokemans, that's good. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah, so we'll 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 wrap up our thing now, like actually and for proper. Um we'll we'll go over we'll go over our plug things as per usual. Uh so Alfred, what are you plugging for us today, darling? Uh yeah, so um, my usual stuff, uh, twitch.tv slash pennyblue, I'm doing kind of creativity things. Also I wanna um shout out the Patreon for us, our Patreon. Yeah. Um, because I'm planning to do to run kind of a West Marches style D and D game. Uh, so yeah, if you when you're when you're listening to this, if you if you if you um, head to the if you are a, a Patreon of any any level, I think I'm gonna put up a like a poll for um, what kind of game um, you would like to play in, and yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes. It'll be for everyone everyone who guests on Crit Chat and um, uh, anyone who supports the Patreon. To yeah, just kind of like have a drop in drop out like weekly sessions and yeah get more D in our lives <laughs> yeah so if you want more D in your life with your favorite boys us then like <laughs> do that i guess um for me you can always find me uh again on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash a teacup gamer if you want to see me play games 
Uh, if you like our podcasty things, then you can also find us over on Half Damage, where we play through Curse of Strahd, but with a reality show twist and Hugh Jackman just everywhere. It's all Hugh Jackman all the time. <laughs> Kyle, we, we've not mentioned it before, so Matt, where, where, where can people find you? I don't do shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, of course, I mean, I pretty much do the podcast, and that's that's about it. So, you know, uh, bombardedcast.com for our website. You can find our, like, email if you want to email us. All the, you know, the RSS feed is there. You can find us on any of your podcatching apps. Check us out on social media, at bombardedcast. And if you want to see what people are saying about this, the show most of it's uh most of it's good i think uh from what i've seen unless people are really good at uh being sarcastic uh yeah this has just been like a, we're very very dry sarcasm this entire time like oh yeah oh i love your original concept <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the hashtag Bardcast, you'll see a bunch of that and like, you know, some sweet fan art that people have put out. Like it just, I don't know, I'm blown away by people like taking their time to bring to life like the audio medium that we're creating. So, and uh, if you just want to listen to the music or the music that we do, you can go to our band camp, which is bombarded.bandcamp.com. And I, I don't really talk about it too much because the band behind Bombarded is Lindby, L-I-N-D-B-Y. And uh, I think we have more listens of our podcast than we do our band. <laughs> uh, which I'm totally cool with. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but it, it just plays into that whole power dynamic yeah, right. you were discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. Right You've become more yep. powerful, and that's great. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, Bombarded's <laughs> overall goal. Step one, teach you shit. Uh, step two, get people to listen to our band. <laughs> step three, profit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, over here on Twitter, you can find us at crit underscore chat. On, and talk to us there or tag us using the hashtag crit chat. Uh, you can find our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash crit chat. That one is all one word. Or as Alfred said, hop over to our Patreon. And that is also patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word again. Um, you can find our Discord in the description wherever you're listening. And you can find us on iTunes by searching crit chat and podcasts. Leave a five-star review because this is a five-star show, quite clearly. Hell yeah. We only talk about Detective Pikachu every episode now. It's a, Hell yeah. it's a D&D podcast. Can't you tell? Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Until next week, I have been Ismay. I've been Alfred. I've been Emily. And I was Kyle. And you have been listening to Crit Chat. <laughs> See you later, nerds. Bye. <laughs>